Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual, it truly has begun. <laughs> There's no turning back now, guys. <laughs> we are ready to appease the old gods <laughs> one booby-filled minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I am Molly Balin of LittleRedmark.com. Welcome everyone to minute 41. And there's more sex and death. You know, Kurt says that it's romantic here, but it ain't gonna be romantic for that long. So in this minute, Kurt's trying to find a happy place to to bed jewels and and she's she's not having it. And the guys in the control room are hoping for some goodies. They're hoping for some goods because people are watching. And by people, I mean underground giant gods. Yay, minute 41. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Star Wars. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> so yeah, this minute, tell me, tell me what you think, Molly. Okay, well, we start this minute with Kurt and Jules doing what they were doing at the end of last minute, which was making out and kind of getting down. So there was a little bit of a, a protest. She was chilly last minute. And so the guys in the control room fixed that. So they they pumped up the heat a little bit. Now, not as warm as I probably would want to get naked, but okay, 76 degrees. And this minute, her concern is that it's very dark and she's looking for a inside place of which to make the sex. And Kurt's comment is, well, no, this is why we came here because it's romantic. And I hope he lays down. And he doesn't have a blanket or nothing. No blanket. There's no, you know, I'm like, buddy, there's no care. You are going to fucking tear up your knees. I'm just, I'm just, this is, this is impractical in many, many ways. I'm just saying. But um, the kids care It not. does look a bit mossy though. So maybe he's thinking that moss is going to be a nice soft blanket of nature to <laughs> take care of them. <laughs> oh man like girl you are gonna be putting some salve on the underside of your butt cheeks tomorrow like none of this is gonna work out well Well, for you if only that was what she had to do (laughs) (laughs) no you're right she's gonna have some other type of yeah there's gonna be some other more severe problems that she's gonna face We'll, we'll get into that so what's kind of interesting to me also about this minute is the there's this hand, which who the fuck knows who this hand belongs to, but there's a, a a lever, you know, the clicking of the lever back in the control room based upon her concerns about it being too dark mm-hmm. out there. And of course, they're in a very highly controlled environment. And so they have a, a perfect little crazy Los Alamos lever that makes nice little clicky sounds. So you have this like, you know, middle-aged dude hand that comes out of nowhere to be like, click, 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 click. And then there's this beautiful little like beam of moonlight of like, look, here's a little spot. There's a little spot of like nice light for you to lay yourselves down on the moss and do it. Do what comes natural to right. you. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I assume that was Sitterson because he Hadley asked him last minute to take care of stuff. And he was like, yeah, right on it or whatever that he Sitterson was the one that got the pheromone mists going and then he got the temperature up. So I was assuming that he was also the one that made this magical little light happen. Some nice lighting. Yeah, magical moonlit 
I mean, that to me makes it feel more like this filmmaking, you know, that they're making a movie sort of for the ancient ones to enjoy. Mm, right. Getting the lighting just right and all that kind of a stuff. Right. This is the reality TV where we've constructed a scenario for you. You're too cold. We're going to knock up the temperature. Knock up. Knock up the temperature. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? English. <laughs> and this minute it's, you know, it's too dark. And then you get a, a nice little Lord of the Rings kind of moonlight situation in the woods with the moss and, and the mists and yeah. And so they're, they're trying to create a, a romantic spot for them. So they, they feel comfy instead of just going back to like the RV, like sane people would, because there's a whole RV to yourself to do what you need to do. Well, there's a bed in there. I mean, they have a bedroom in the yeah. cabin. True, true. But, you know, people still are still kind of up. So I kind of get it if you're. You gotcha. Know, wanting... Like privacy. Right, right. More privacy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say that there aren't people who get down at parties and, you know, you know, we've all, I think, I don't, I don't know that everyone's been there, but I think most people have been there where you've been privy to some uh, auditory <laughs> nature Pinky, making. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so Kurt and Jules lay down and are making out heavily, and uh, Hadley is gross and says, okay, baby, let's see some boobs. <laughs> no, no, boobies. Oh, boobies, sorry. We, we, we dropped it down to junior high to One boobies. minute at a time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, speaking of junior high, I've just got to interject with something funny that I watched the other night. So Brian and I really like the television show, the comedy Fresh Off the Boat. Have you ever hmm. gotten to check that out? No. Uh, it's it's based on somebody's real life where they grew up in Miami in the 90s. And, uh, and the cast is some great adults, but there's some really great teens in it and younger than teens. Hmm. And the main guy, well, it's really an ensemble, but it's kind of from the POV of Eddie. And uh, Eddie has to go to detention for the first time. And he's uh, sitting there in detention, kind of looking around, you know, what's this going to be like? I'm sort of surrounded by other guys that look a little thuggish. And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm usually the good guy, but here I'm, you know, kind of in a place I've never been before. And the teacher walks in with so much attitude and she goes, okay, you buttholes. <laughs> and then she goes... She goes into telling him the rules of the day, you know, no this, no that, no talking. She said, okay, you buttholes. I, so I love that. I love using really juvenile. I mean, I don't tend to, to, to speak in that manner, but I really enjoy when people take a, a very juvenile term you know, pretty yeah. swearing and then bringing it up to an adult level. Just totally, it's pure comedy. It's it good. was. It just made me laugh the rest of the night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just such a surprise to hear that word. To <laughs> just be spit out by a, you know, authority figure. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, a pretty great show. Really funny. Really really good little asides and like you know just the kind of humor that just kind of like you want to hear what every single person has to say on that show because they're mm. making a lot of little you know under the breath kind of jokes and stuff so fresh off the boat fresh off the boat cool an early recommendation 
Yes. Um, fresh onto this moss. So yeah, we've got <laughs> let's see some boobies and Sitterson's looking really uh gross here. Like I don't really want to go into details of they just it's it's a moment in the movie that I didn't really enjoy watching over and over because it's just kind of an uncomfortable little spot here where they're, you know, Truman says, does it matter if we see? And then Hadley says, we're not only, we're not the only ones watching Ken, which is the first time I've heard Truman's first name, I think. Yeah, totally. I had to play that back a few times. So I was like, Ken, really? Ken? Ken Truman? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know, just divorced from actually hearing the line delivered when I just see it on paper. It's like, we're not the only ones watching Ken. Like, I just have this. <laughs> There's a bitchy voice in my head that, yeah, comes out. But yeah. And, you know, this is, I don't know if this is kind of gaslighting here, but Sitterson saying, you know, oh, got to keep the customer satisfied. You know, you understand what's at stake here. But, it's really putting Truman in the doghouse in a really, in a way that isn't really appropriate. Cause he's like, you know, do we really, do we really need to get titillation off of this? You know, do we really need to have an enjoyable byproduct from the ritual? Cause the ritual is really, it's not for them. It's really for the Titans. But I think that's what he's saying is that we've got, I mean, he says, gotta keep, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but he says, gotta keep the customer satisfied. Mm -hmm. So. (laughs) (laughs) That was totally and 100% intentional on my part. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Are you getting rowdy with the whippets over there? (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? then because to me it's like they're he's saying that we're asking for the boobies and to see the goods because that's gonna make the ancient ones happy Mm -hmm. but are you are you seeing a little little something more here yeah i think it's both so you're right the comments really made to give ken context here that they're putting on a show for the titans and putting on a show appeases them but as we saw with the throng of dudes from the previous minute the comment that they're making here is really rough and offhand so i don't feel it's in, in explicitly just it's not just for the titans because if it was just for the titans would you be this crass right you know what i'm saying so show us the goods is a pretty almost of a catcalling kind of a manner. It's it's really objectifying. It's 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 dehumanizing. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, I did not really like watching this because they're sort of blank looks on their faces mm-hmm. while they're saying these. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, hey, show us your boobies. It's like, show us your boobies. <laughs> show us the good. You know, <laughs> like it's, robots. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not saying it quite that deadpan, but. But they look like, but they look, I wouldn't even say serious. They look dead inside mm-hmm. when they're saying these lines, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's their coping mechanism uh, again. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's, you're right. Maybe that's part of, it, of the, the crassness and the dehumanization is really for their own, their own protection emotionally. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a matter of right you know right or wrong or anything it's just kind of 
you know, we're taking this in and sort of analyzing it moment by moment here and seeing what it what it's about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think for Truman, it's his first first time doing this job. And he's also curious. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you guys staring at these people and requesting boobage? Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. And it's a fair... He's trying to understand. Yeah, yeah, because it is uncomfortable. So he's like, does it really matter that we see it? Or if we see it? Like, why is it important because he's thinking about it and, you know, wh- why do we all here in the control room need to be privy to this? We understand that this needs to go down, meaning the sacrifice needs to go down, but why the extra titillation? What is it, what is it about the titillation that is intrinsic to the moment? Yeah, and he has, you know, this whole time been sort of the, um, you know, their moral compass not for them, but I mean, just by the nature of who he is, mm-hmm. he's sort of the the morality check guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they usually cut him off when he hasn't even finished his thought, because they're just trying to say, no, 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 you don't understand. This is how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is the way things work. And right. They don't really want him checking in and giving them a look from his sort of angelic stance, because they're both sitting you know, staring and he's above them. I could almost see the way he's standing with his arms down by his side. I could almost see like wings and a halo mm. on it, you know, compared to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, again, this is another moment that as a writing device, he's here to inject our thoughts as an audience and concerns into this particular moment. So it isn't so cold and it isn't so because it is really harsh and it's really dehumanizing. And so him coming in is like, hey, wait a minute. This seems kind of fucked up, you know, because we as an audience are looking at this. That's the way that's why you and I, as we're seeing this, feel really a sense of concern and disgust and because it's the mixture of all of that because you're you're watching something you're not meant to watch. Right. And on big screens, mm-hmm. blown up, all surrounded, surrounding. It's the focus of the whole room. So yeah, it's it's uncomfortable, and and uh, that's where that's where it kind we kind of get left off here is them just got to keep this customer satisfied. You understand what's at stake here, and then the kids are continuing on to the the sex making you mm-hmm. know they're getting getting down jules is being disrobed <laughs> in a playful manner and things are getting a little sexy and and that's the end of this minute yep. so is there anything else about minute 41 that you wanted to talk about before we wrap up today's episode no i think we pretty much went through everything this is a pretty straightforward minute i feel like yeah for the most part so yeah i think i'm good cool well we look forward to coming back on friday and kind of wrapping up this little trio of minutes for this week between now and then you can always hang out with us on the socials you can find us everywhere at cabin minute cast and that includes cabinminutecast.com and uh yeah there's links to all of our different places uh on twitter and instagram from cabinminutecast.com 
by now I should have launched my new podcast. So if I have, then I will have promoted that out and about. But if I haven't yet, I'm sure I'll have a link to that on HeidiBennett.com. And, and that'll be a podcast about, uh, you know, just me talking with other multi-creative professionals and super creative, interesting people and kind of talking with them about their process, things that work for them and things that have helped them be successful and happy interesting people who like to do all sorts of different interesting things. So I'm really excited. I've already, at this point in in recording, I've already uh, released a teaser episode that I actually released through SpinalTapMinute.com. Then I've already got some people booked, some really interesting, cool, multi-creative people. So uh, yeah, so look forward to, to sharing that with everybody too. Yeah! That's good. Yay, yay, yay. It's good. And I'm going to have to learn how to edit my shit because right now Molly's editing this shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm really grateful because I, if I hadn't, it's, you know, in a, in a coaching sort of sense, it's amazing when you say yes to something and you grow in skills, that opens up other doors for you. And I am working a job right now that. I wouldn't have ordinarily gone for, but because I have been editing so much, I felt confident to do it and it's opened up a door for me. So on a side, that is awesome. yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really, really grateful for it. So I will say on a side note, if you're, you know, if you're feeling anxious about taking something on and saying, yes, you just never know what kind of really great doors is going to open up for you. And you know, sometimes it's worth it to just say yes and and grow and see where it takes you. So. Absolutely. I think that's such a great thing to bring up because yeah, you know, last year, this will, we're recording this in 2017, but it'll be out in 2018, right? Yep. But last year, 2016, <laughs> 2016, way back then, I wanted to do a podcast and hadn't done one yet. And I just decided to, you know, register the domain name and the Twitter and Instagram for Spinal Tap Minute. And then I just stuck it out there. You know, I said, hey, everybody, I'm going to start Spinal Tap Minute. I need a co-host. And I was just honest about, you know, being a newbie and found a co-host. And together he and I, you know, Sean German and I worked on it. And and uh, we just stumbled along and asked for help when we needed it. And now in 2018, I'm, you know, doing the second podcast and I've done consulting with people and helping them figure out how to do their own podcasting, which you can certainly reach out to me to do too. I've got very reasonable rates for consultations and share tons of information about the things you want to get done before you, you know, drop episode one or episode zero. Yeah. So now I get to be, do I know everything about podcasting? No, but I get to, I know a lot and enough that I can, uh, you know, share that knowledge and, and I love sharing it with other people and helping them get, get it going too. So yeah, it's it feels good. It's scary at first, and then it's exciting and exhilarating, and then you get to stick it on your resume. Mm -hmm. And then you get comfortable, <laughs> and, and you grow with it, and now you know enough to be dangerous, and, and it's good. So, totally. yeah, yeah. So here's to opening doors. All right. Cool. Sounds good. So, yeah, 
let's wrap up episode 41. Yay! Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you all for coming back around and checking out episode 41 slash minute 41 of Cabin Minute Cast, and we will see you back at the cabin.